Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is going through the Bible in 10. A quick synopsis of the Word of God as we're traveling down that road on that freedom train. As we're going through the Word of God line by line, verse by verse, word by word. As we're going down that track on that freedom train. Chuck a chuck a chuck a chuck a chuck a chuck a choo. As God is revealing Himself unto us in a powerful, powerful, powerful way as God is showing himself unto us in interpretation, application, and in revelation as we spend in three minutes in each area and one minute to wrap it all up. As we're going down that track, as God is showing himself unto us, as we're moving down that train and barking off of that track at Genesis chapter 4, verse number 17. And God is, <clears throat> is showing us, as the word of God said, and Cain knew his wife, and she gave and conceived. And bear Enoch, and he built a city and called the name after the same of his son Enoch. Now let us unpack this most powerful, powerful verse and see what the Lord has for you and I today. The Bible says, and Cain knew his wife. Now, right here, right now, let us in, unpack this right here. Now, the Bible never tells us about right here at this point. We don't know who Cain's wife was. We don't know where. We just know it is. At this point, we can come to a conclusion that it is a distant, distant, distant relative of Cain. We know that much. We know that also that Cain might have had some other children at this point. But we know that Cain, when he got married, we do not know. At what point of time did he come? Uh, 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 the courtship was we do not know so there is a many questions that can come to the marriage of Cain and the courtship of Cain did he meet his wife after he left was he married before this time when he slew his brother was he married then there could be all type of questions that could arise but there is no clear cut answer to any of these questions because the bible gives no particular circumstances around the marriage of Cain nor around the circumstances of Cain's courtship or marriage to his wife. So we can only have some circumspection uh, 
idea of what he done and how he done. But there is many of theologians debates and all type of things. But the Bible gives no clear recollection to it. So we can debate all we like. So now the Bible says and Cain knew his wife. So we at this point in time we cannot give a, a, a factual we just know he knew his wife so he had a sexual relationship with his wife and the bible said that she conceived and bared Enoch now Enoch is a son for which the name means dedicated so it could seem as if he was trying to, in return, give back to the Lord. He was, in return, delivering back unto God what God has given unto him. We could say that. Uh, that he was going to dedicate this child back to God. Now, did, Eden, did Cain ever repent? The Bible never gives that clear indication if Cain ever repented for his sin that he had committed about Abel. That was never clearly shown to us in the scripture either. We have no understanding of that either. But we do know Enoch means dedicated. So uh, uh, we don't actually know uh, uh, was he dedicating the child back unto God uh, as he called his name Enoch. Was he saying that this child is dedicated to God? So we have to take a look at that as well. And he built a city. So now evidently what this indicates is that Cain had some type of following. In order to build a city he had to have some help, some following that was with him. So Cain had some type of following that came along with Cain, that, that, that migrated toward him, that migrated with him. That, 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 that come along with him and with that migration a city emerged and when the city emerged somehow Cain became the chief principal of that city and he called that city the Bible says after the same as his son Enoch, dedicated. So, how 
do we apply this to our lives today? Many a times we hear that you are going to be the same product of what your father, your father was no good, your grandfather was no good, your daddy was a drunk, your mama was a drunk, your daddy, your mama was a whore, or this person did this and because you come from that line of generation of these type of people, you're going to have that. But we see here that that is not the same idea. That you don't have to follow the same principle because Christ can change it all. Because he was given unto God and dedicated unback to him. When God gets involved, he can change the course of anything. When you bring Christ into the mix, one touch from him can change an entire situation. It doesn't mean that you came from this or you was in this situation or in that situation because you was born over here, because you was in the system, because you come from a mother that was in uh, uh, on the streets, because your father was a drunkard, because your grandfather was a drunkard, because they never come through anything, they never did anything. Because you met the man Christ Jesus, he can break all of those bondages, all of those strongholds that's attached, all of those demons that's trying to latch on to you. The revelation is greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Whatever the enemy is trying to put on you, Christ will make you an overcomer. You are more than an overcomer. You are more than whatever the enemy is trying to do. Because God is greater than all that you can ever come up against. You are victorious because Christ is with you. He will never forsake you nor leave you. He is given all power in heaven and on earth. So whatever you come from, whatever you have been told, whatever lies that has been put before you, victory is yours. And Christ is your strength. This is our lesson today.